0: His Love Christian Fellowship is excited to share this podcast with you. We hope you enjoy this message. I'm gonna really paraphrase today, <laughs> which is good. That's fine. And then, um, what we're gonna do at the very end is, I want you all to start. We're very prophetic body anyway. I want you all just to start praying. Lord, do you have a word of encouragement? For someone else in this place Just ask him Holy Spirit we just say right now First of all we win (laughs) We always know we win doesn't really matter what we go through We win And so God I thank you for that And I want to thank you Lord right now I just sensed that you wanted to speak A word of encouragement uh, Lord from the body To others So Holy Spirit just come Just speak it Lord, some some of them just have quick visions or whatever it is. But, Lord, we just thank you right now that the body is going to minister to the body today and strengthen us. And, Lord, I want to thank you that, Father, even in mourning or even in hard times, Lord, for me, there's always dancing and there's always joy because we win. And I want to thank you for that. Well, I'm going to go go to where Marty was about the when okay there's a win on everybody's I thought she said when and I'm like yeah when well it's when but anyway that's good too and I love that God's watching you ha- and you have a watch but um Jacob went through a trial of really causing deep trials to his family uh Isaac didn't get to see Jacob for over 20 years because Jacob had to go through school. And so Jacob goes to the far country, goes through the Laban school, and then Jacob comes back home. And he's still not done because he's got some idolatry still. And so it was a period of about 20 some years. And finally, now he's home and he's living near his father Isaac, and he lives in the land of Canaan, and God's blessing Jacob. And so Jacob has his children, and he's having them all along, but he's having his children. But Jacob had walked through. Now Jacob is walking through the trial of the things that he would put his father and mother through, (laughs) which I think happens. I don't know about you, but most of my wisdom comes from what I've done. You know? I'm thinking, hmm, okay, I won't do that one again. I mean, most of the time, you learn from the lack you had so that in the season ahead, you have the more. So now Jacob is in this time of bereavement. He thinks Joseph's no more. He thinks his son Joseph isn't even alive anymore and because his son's had that bitterness and you know took the coat and put blood on it but god is about to fulfill in jacob all of the promises now it didn't look like it it looked like he'd lost everything and now famine is in the land so here's jacob with famine famine in the land he's getting older he's already lost joseph and the sons come back and they say now benjamin has to come his baby. And Jacob says something that I believe we're all tempted to say. And this is the part that I wanted to just kind of go after today. Let's see if I can find the right scriptures here. So the brothers are, this is kind of amazing, but the brothers are supposed to take. Benjamin, back with them. And Joseph's brothers said to Jacob, the man, the Lord of the land, who was Joseph, was very tough with us and accused us of spying on Egypt because Joseph was testing them to see their hearts. Were they free from the sin of wanting to kill him, for one, and the jealous stuff? But we told him, we're honest men. We're not spies. We are 12 brothers. This is, um, sorry, this is Genesis 42, and I'm at... Um, 42 30 and on down we are 12 brothers all sons of one father one is no longer with us and the youngest is with our father in canaan right now or is with our father in canaan right now and then the man the lord of the land told us here is how i will know if you really are honest men leave me one of your bro- leave one of your brothers with me Take grain back to your family, suffering because of the famine, and go your way. All of you must return and bring your youngest brother to me, and then I'll know you aren't spies but honest men. At that point, I will release your your brother to you, and you may go about Egypt freely and buy as you wish." Now, as all the brothers went to empty their sacks, each found his bag of money back inside. And when they and their fathers saw the money there, they were very frightened. Now, here's Jacob, about to have everything fulfilled in his life, not just Joseph's dreams, but Jacob's heart. And Jacob says, you've robbed me of my children. Now, he doesn't know that that they had tried to send Joseph away. Joseph is gone. Simeon is now gone because Simeon was stuck back in the cell in Egypt. And now you want to take Benjamin, and here's the statement everything and everyone is against me. Everything and everyone is against me. Jacob was at the crucible. I believe. Often, when you're at the crucible, it feels like everything and everyone is not there for you, and the issue is, where is God in all of that? God, the whole time, and this is a word to me, the whole time was watching over everything, orchestrating it. Do you know your life is being orchestrated? Everything. 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 He already knew the enemy may do something. Yes, it may be meant for evil, but God is going to use it for good because that's who God is. And so you can't ever get to the place of saying everything and everybody is against me because who is the everything? God's going, wait a minute, I thought I was everything. I thought I was everything to you. And I'm for you. You know, as a kid, well, it was when they used to allow stuff like that. But I was uh, when I graduated from high school, I sang a song with three, uh, two other girls, a trio, uh, at our graduation. In the stars' his handiwork I see, on the wind he speaks with majesty. Surely he rules over land and sea. He's everything to me. I mean, I belted that song out with, at the top of my lungs. I can see his face. I know him. He's everything to me. He allowed me as a senior in high school to declare Jesus Christ is everything to me. When Jacob said, everything is against me, at that point, you got to go back to who is your Everything. Seriously, who's your everything? Is it your money? Is it the things you wanted? Is it your health? Oh, if you got your health, you got everything, right? What is your everything? And the Bible says so clearly, and we know, and the Lord's been saying this to me, he said, you've known to an extent, but I want to teach you deeper. And we know that God causes everything, works, I I put the word works in there, works everything for good. Guess what is good is? His work is perfect, and all his ways are just. That was Moses' song about, about the Father. His work is perfect. So you got everything perfect working for you. Everything perfect is working for me. I may cry. I may have some hard time with what's going on in my life right now. But I'm telling you, I know that I know that I know that I know. Everything perfect is working for me. And will I see the victories on earth? I hope so, but I know I'll see them forever in eternity. I do want to see them here, but that won't change my faith. I've not always got to see everything I want to see, but it won't change my faith because everything is working for me. Everything. So here's Jacob, and he goes, Every, well, everything and everyone is against me. Now, this is amazing because God is getting ready to store, restore all of Jacob's family. He's getting ready to heal his family and bring it all back together. And I don't know if you've ever seen this, but Reuben had done a really bad thing, and he got disinherited. Reuben slept with his father's concubine. In other words, he totally dishonored his father, totally dishonored him, lost his inheritance, Reuben did. And so Reuben doesn't have an inheritance anymore in Israel. He doesn't have an inheritance. But I want you to read a redemption. This is amazing because the Lord said, oh no, I redeem all things. Reuben said, father, you may kill my own two sons if I don't bring Benjamin back to you. Put him in my care and I promise to bring him back to you. And, of course, Jacob said, absolutely not. I can't let my son go with you. But do you understand that Reuben lost his inheritance? He doesn't have it anymore. And yet he's willing to give his inheritance up. He's willing to give up two sons, one for the sin of the concubine and the other for allowing Joseph to be thrown into a pit. Now, he tr- did try to stop him from giving me away, but he still was part of it. He was still there. And God took that and redeemed his life. And Reuben is one of the 12 tribes of Israel. In Ezekiel, when it talks about the temple, um, Reuben is totally restored. And in Revelation, Reuben is totally restored. God restored all of Reuben's inheritance, all of it. And so here's Jacob getting this restoration happening, and the whole time he's going, everything and everybody's against me. And God's saying to us, really, who is your everything? Who is your everything? I hope I can find the notes I had. I'm sorry that this is trying to be paraphrased here. Back to Joseph. If you see yourself in the hands of God and not others, you will not be offended. Joseph earned, he regarded his brothers who tried to kill him as God's helpers. Joseph wasn't like Jacob. Joseph was restored with God and saw God as his everything. Now he began to see everything working for good. He saw his brothers who tried to kill him. He saw his brothers who sold him. He saw all of it with no offense whatsoever. When God gets done with you, you're not going to have any offense. You can't have offense and be free. Joseph regarded his brothers who tried to kill him as God's helpers. God wants us to come to the place of thank you for your helpers that are used to teach us for they bring Christ's love and inner heart in us and they disciple us. Every situation is a discipling. When you start praising him and thanking him, you know, some people are just offended with God or search circumstances, but I can tell you, and it's, it's amazing. I was with someone that they're starting a church and they they and already they got people offended. They're offended about this and offended by. It. I says people. You guys, how many live among people? How many have to work things out with your husband and wife? I mean, people get offended. It's life. They get offended over nothing. Only your people. Your people. And you can be offended over nothing. You see things, and they're not true. You see them, and you speak them. Well, I have known this for a long time, and, I, and God has just dealt with me and dealt with me on this. So I went on the last trip, and I saw an old friend on this last trip to Korea, and I knew better than to go in there with, nobody wants me here. Anybody ever had that? I have that. Sometimes it's just like, ah, I'm here, and nobody really wants me here. And that's just the devil. Okay, But saying that, I deal with that at times. And so I was dealing with it. And I was there. I was already feeling I shouldn't have left Ron. I'm insecure. And I see my friend. And I say, hey, how you doing? She was real friendly at first and said, oh, I'm really glad you came. And then she proceeded not to talk to me anymore. So all these girls, all these people are over here gathered talking. And I'm the plague over here in my own head. And they must be talking about me, right? You know, that's my thoughts. They must be talking about me. Well, I'm thinking, no, they Christians. They wouldn't be talking about me, but they just don't really want much to, to do with me. And I just felt like the Lord said, which way are you going, dear? which way are you going to go on this trip? And I went, oh, I know better than this. Okay. Go over there and just love on them. Go towards what you feel. Go at it. I went over there, and they were like, oh, we were just so good. You know, and it was like never again. And I went, that's the devil. That's what the devil does. And that's why offense comes. And offense embodies, you know, we're family. We all know each other's business. That's where offense comes from. I'm going to tell you that's also where strength comes from. When you start getting in families, you have strength. You have power together. And you also learn to overlook offenses and faults and flaws. Because families overlook. After a while, it's just like, eh, mom's like that. You knew that. You know, and and I'm glad because, yeah, I am like that. Mom can't sit still. Yeah, that's just mom. You know, those are issues for God to heal the body of Christ. So here is Joseph, and he is looking at his brothers who have sold him into slavery, tried to kill him, and he is looking at them as God's helpers, God's helpers. And he says, um, I think, I see where it is, where he started crying. Okay, I'm in the wrong place. Okay, then Joseph. Forty-five Could no longer keep his composure. The brothers are talking. They're going, all our sins are upon us. We've done all this. Because now Benjamin's going to have to stay. Judah offers his life. That's another redemption. Here's Judah, who's been a pill. And Judah turns around and offers his life and says, here I am. I will lay down my life. He's a picture of Christ. I will lay down my life for Benjamin. I will lay down, you just take my life, but you send him home. I don't want my dad to be hurt anymore. And so here's Judah doing this. And so Joseph hears all this, and he's, they're speaking in Hebrew. And he can understand them, but they're having. he's sitting there listening to all of them talk. And he has tested and tested and tested to see where they're at. And Joseph could no longer keep his composure. This is uh, Genesis 45. The room was crowded with people, so he ordered his attendants, send down everyone out of the room. Joseph didn't want anyone else in the room when he finally told his brothers his true identity. But he began to cry so loud that the Egyptians heard it. And the Pharaoh's household heard it too. And Jer- Joseph turned and addressed his brothers. I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers were too shocked to speak. They couldn't answer, for they were overwhelmed that they were standing in Joseph's presence. Can you even imagine? I would have loved to have been there. That would have been so fun. And Joseph's going, come closer. (laughs) It's me, see? Uh, He's probably had a naked face, you know, and back then they had hair on their face. I mean, I don't know why he looked so different. He might have had a crown on his head, who knows? But he did not look like Joseph and and he's going come closer come see me come come on and they're like you know (laughs) it says his brothers approached him cautiously (laughs) (laughs) what's he gonna do to us and joseph says i'm your brother joseph whom you sold into egypt (laughs) yeah (laughs) don't be upset or angry with yourselves any longer Because of what you did, you see, God sent me here ahead of you to preserve my life. For famine struck this land two years ago, and there are five more years in which there will be no plowing or harvesting. God sent me ahead. God, everything, his everything, his everything. You realize it was his everything. God worked everything. It's his everything. You guys, it's our everything. Everything is for you. I wrote me a song out, everything is for me, everything is for me. I sang it to Haley, she was, I don't know if she was real impressed, but everything is for me, I win, I win, everything is for me. Okay, everything is for you because God loves you so much. He predestined you before you were born that you'd look like his son that you'd have so much love in your life so much love in your heart you were predestined to be a lover of god you were predestined to love that's what you to to look like that love he said god sent me here ahead of you to make sure you and your family survived this tor- terrible ordeal and have a remnant left on earth so it wasn't really you who sent me here but god The same God who made me an advisor to Pharaoh, master of his household, ruler over everyone in the land of Egypt. Hurry now. Sometimes when it's over, it's just over. Hurry now. Go to my father and relay this message. All is coming together. God has made me master over all Egypt. Come to me and don't delay And I'll arrange for all of you to settle in the best land so you can be near me. You and all of your children and your grandchildren as well as your flocks and your herd and everything you have. And I'll provide for you here. There's five more years of famine. And you will be rich here. And God will fulfill my father's dreams, not just mine. I am going. To see the fulfillment of the Lord. Because everything works for me. Everything is working for you. I think the hardest issue in the everything is, one, you can't see it. Two, it takes longer than you thought. I love that word, Marty. God is watching You're watching and he's late, he's late. You know, just be impatient and I can tell you he's late. A couple years, maybe 10. I'm thinking 20 now. You know, I believe with all my heart that we've sowed into this land, this whole area. With weeping and tears, we've gone around it. We've poured out communion. We've, We've cried out. We've had, and not only that, Marty was going to put on a map all the places we've been in the state of Indiana. I've been to over 35 nations doing the same thing. But in the state of Indiana, I've probably, with all of you, we took the worship team, covered probably almost every county in the state of Indiana. We've, we've prayed and spoke in the courthouse uh, in downtown, right in the middle of Congress, right in the middle of the courthouse. They allowed us to pray and prophesy. We had that whole prayer meeting that time. We have sowed and sowed and sowed, and a lot of it was weeping. A lot of it was sowing. But I can tell you, if everything is working for us, we're going to see the fruit of it. I know it's hard to believe we're going to have a ton of rejoicing when right now the tide is out, not just in this church, but the tide is out all across this nation. I said church attendance is down to almost nil. You know, I'm amazed. you got seven days of a week, seven, that you can't spend a little time in the house of God. I mean, we don't have a lot of meetings in this church because we really appreciate family. We think family needs, but family needs to worship together, too. And I'm amazed. You know, people have toys. I've seen all these toys. I was watching, and there was all these cyclers, and then they all had toys behind them that they were traveling somewhere. And I know we get vacations. I'm not saying, you know, we're not taking attendance here. I don't care if you miss But I'm telling you, your life will have a discipline of wanting to be in the house of the Lord together. Family gets together and worships. And God is doing that. And the tide has been out. And I said, Lord, how do you get the tide to come back in? And he goes, oh, I'm going to do it. You wait. I'm going to bring it about. But it won't be anything other than you sitting back and relaxing and watch what I'm going to do. So come Holy Spirit. You know, I love the Bible because the Bible, I love the Word of God. The Bible is a we win book. Do you know there isn't any story in there of somebody that trusted in God that didn't win? The whole faith, all the faith chapters, but I mean, there is none. All the stories are winning stories. Is that amazing? And it's always the little guy. It's always the one that, You didn't think could. David, Joseph, Job, Jesus were offended. They were all offended. I'd say somebody trying to kill you. Uh, Job, he was hated. He was utterly, utterly disdained because he walked through trials that God allowed. Nobody could answer why, so he had to be an evil man. So a man who was highly respected everywhere he went, is now totally an evil man because all this stuff's happened to him. Jesus. I mean, the offense that Jesus had is amazing. All you have to do is start reading the words, start reading the, the New Testament about Jesus, and he'll do something good, and then they'll try to kill him. And he'll do something good, and they'll put him down. And they'll, he'll do something good, and I'm like, good night. His own brothers are going, Jesus, If you've got to do these things, if you've got to do these miracles and these things for people, then get out there where people can really see you and you can just really do these great things. And Jesus said, if I'm trying to please man, if I was trying to please man, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. He said, everything I do is for my everything. My father, everything I do is for my everything. If Joseph's brothers had not sold him into slavery, how would his dreams have been fulfilled? If God, if Joseph or if Jacob had not waited on God, how would his dreams have been fulfilled? His whole family restored. Some of your dreams will never be fulfilled until you can handle mistreatment, Betrayal, offense, hard times until you can handle them with faith and love. Are you handling your trials with faith and love? Are you singing praises to your everything? The best songs are the songs when you're in the night and in the fire and you still praise it is. It's the best songs ever written. I thought this was amazing. I was. We've got worship you on. Uh, it was the Bethel worship conference. And as soon as our internet's up, we're gonna work on. If you all want to watch any of those things, because we have the network now. But we were watching the service, the worship service, right before this fire. Because I was like, when did the fire happen? It happened the twenty third of June. I thought, when did the fire happen? This this worship service was the 22nd. And they said, Lord, you make the darkness tremble. They were singing that song. And then they started singing, it is well with my soul. Whatever comes, it's well with my soul. And I mean, it was a surrender service like I've never seen. And I thought, oh, my goodness, some of these people were about to lose their homes. They were about to walk through and yet, they were singing, it is well with my soul. Now, here's the question. After you've been through it, can you still sing it? It is well with my soul. I think that song is one of the most amazing ones. That man lost his wife and three children out in the ocean and wrote that song. That was one of them night songs. It is well with my soul. Why? Why? Because he's our everything. God is totally interested in making your dreams come true. Your dreams from him come true. You're predestined for them. He longs even more to bring forth Christ in you. To travail until Christ is totally formed in you. If you can see into God's purpose... You will never seek revenge or be bitter. You will thank God. You will thank God for the instruments, the helpers, that are causing you to love more. You know, I've had people say, well, yeah, but you didn't know this was done and this was done. Do you know how many of us could sit here and make a list? How about Jesus paid for it all? They're just helpers to give me greater love. I loved it because Jacob found out God was his everything again. How many times, and you guys, we've all been through trials. We've been through ups and downs. How many have found out again he was your everything and he was working all things for good? It's the truth, and God's going to give you a word this morning from someone. Hope everybody gets covered. If not, just raise your hand and say, pick me. But I want us to pray, and I want you to go give someone a word. Not your best friend. Well, we're all best friends, okay. (laughs) It can be your best friend. Okay. Anyway, saying that, Go give a word because it's well with our souls and God is working everything, everything for his good. Now, I love this word good because it means perfect. How many want to say God is working perfect for me? God is working perfect for me. Thank you all for the prayers today. It was incredible. You guys are just lovers and amazing. But God is working good for us and I know it. You guys know, you may see me cry. Oh, well. I've just been my weepy season. I hate it. I don't like crying. I don't. I like dancing. Pick me. I'm going to dance in heaven all over. I'm going to keep on dancing here. But I'm going to tell you everything's working for perfect for me and for you. Everything. So let's stand. Lord, you showed me a body that was ministering to each other this morning. So come, Holy Spirit. Very clear words. Easy. Easy. But I want to thank you today that you're working everything for good, everything for perfect, but also, Lord, mainly that you're enlarging our hearts. So that Christ might be found in us. That we might look just like Jesus. Lord, I want to look like you. You said I could. Enlarge us. And Father, I thank you for the clear word. In Jesus' name. Amen. I don't have mine yet, so you'll have to wait. Thank you for listening to this message.